suppressing that voice. Mm. This is, I think, such a critical point to to get across because you mention it as the inner critic, mm. right? Phil Stutz, who's a a psychiatrist to a yeah. lot of the celebrities, uh, there was a documentary on him that Jonah Hill did. Mm. When you described inner critic in your book, it reminded me of what Phil Stutz calls part X. Mm. And he refers to that as our inner voice mm. that will stop at nothing to prevent you from reaching that version that you think you can be of mm. yourself. And that can go from anything from whether it's based on your career or mm. you're trying to do a diet or even just to take up that next opportunity. That inner voice will do whatever it can to tell you that you are not able to do that. So mm. you'll procrastinate or you'll binge eat, gamble, whatever mm. it may be. What do you see? as your part X or mm. inner critic? And how have you been able to, or have you been able to silence that over time? Mm. The reality is we have two voices. We have the inner critic and we have the inner guide. Now, at any given moment, the question is, who are we giving more attention to? Is it the critic or is it the guide? And over time, I've learned to spend less time worrying about the critic Mm. and more time focusing on listening to the guide. And we all have those two voices in our head. Sometimes people will say, I talk to myself in the shower. And that's just you having a conversation between your guide and your critic. Your oh, guide will say, yeah. yes, we can do this. We should give this a go. And the critic will say, hang on a minute. We have no experience in this. What if this doesn't work out? And so often when people speak to themselves in the shower, it's just them having a conversation between the two selves. We all have that critic inside of us, whatever age we are at, whatever level we are at in terms of our journey. And I think for me, it's all about creating a healthy relationship with it. Mm. It's like there are behaviors we have that you cannot eliminate simply because we are human. We are naturally going to have these behaviors. So the question I think is less about how to eliminate those behaviors and more how to have a better relationship with those behaviors. So if I'm addressing my critic who might say, Oh, Simon, you can't do that. Everybody's doing it. How are you going to succeed? It's already been done. Then what I might do is instead of saying, okay, you're right, I will focus on the tiniest thing I can do, do that, and then say, actually, that wasn't so bad, and slowly win over the critic by showing that maybe it is possible. And I think that's the big challenge we have is that often when people set goals, we set this bold vision of a goal, which is great, but then we spend too much time focused on the outcome that it becomes overwhelming. Mm. So if I were to use a, a live example, if you were planning to run a marathon and you've never run a marathon before and fitness just isn't part of your lifestyle, if you focus on completing that marathon, it's going to feel overwhelming because it's huge. It's a mammoth task if you've never run a marathon before. But if you break it down and chunk it down to tiny, tiny steps, such as step one is simply join a running club. Yeah. Step two is start reading running magazines so I can learn how to get myself in the best condition to run a marathon. Step three, start changing my diet. Now, if it's not a wholesale change, what are some of the things I can introduce to complement what my lifestyle currently is? Now, as you start ticking those boxes, what happens is the critic slowly gets won over. Mm. the critic starts thinking hmm maybe this could be possible and and so what you're doing is you're building a healthier relationship with a critic by 
showing that credit was possible just by building momentum. And what we need to build momentum is courage, the courage to start, because once you start, you build confidence. As you build confidence, both your critic and your guide start to ask themselves, what else could be possible? And that's what I mean by having a healthier relationship with it. I really like the point you made about being mm. in the shower. And a lot of the times you will talk to yourself. Yeah. But I think it's it's done it on such an autopilot mode because mm. you're so used to as you wake up every day and brush your teeth and have a shower. Mm. But even I'm going to do that now to actually think, what am I talking to myself yeah. about? Because if you ask me now, you know, the last time that you were brushing your teeth, mm. what did you talk to yourself about? I wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah. If you even asked me, was it was it a critical conversation or was it a forward thinking conversation? Mm. I probably wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, the idea of just being more conscious about are you listening to the inner critic mm. or are you listening to the inner guide to begin with? Yeah. And then being able to work out, okay, do I need to silence that critic more? Mm. That's a 